0: Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to Book Journeys Radio. My name is Angela Loria. I am the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the Difference Process for writing a book that matters. Every week on the show, we talk to an author about their experience writing writing their book. And this week, we have the author of The Life and Luck of a Bachelorista. Um, which I think is different than a barista, um, Monica Bossinger. <laughs> Monica, thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you so much, Angela. I'm happy to be talking to you.
0: Awesome. So what's a bachelorista? And tell us about your book.
1: Well, a bachelorista is a savvy, unmarried woman who is radiating gratitude for her life. And um, the book is a an exploration of what it means to be single and I talk about everything from uh stories with friends about their single life and uh quotes from people all over the country and all over the world. And also um I talk a little bit about statistics and what this the stigma is in this country.
0: So um so and for people who want to check it out, Bachelorista is just spelled like bachelor and then I S T A. And exactly. you can go to bachelorista dot um, right. mm-hmm. com or facebook.com slash bach bachelorista if you want to check this out.
1: So this book is a is it fiction? T- tell us about the structure a, of the book. Yeah, it's a nonfiction book and it's broken up into ten different chapters. And each chapter has uh about ten to fifteen different bachelorista takeaways. And um they're all reasons why you should celebrate being single. Um and I also have exercises in there, and um, as I mentioned before, there's quotes in there. So I try to keep it as engaging as possible. And if you've seen the cover of the book, at least you know that there's illustrations in there, and there's one in every chapter.
0: Yeah, the illustrations are gorgeous. Um, how yeah. how did you get those done? Is that you? Did you find an
1: illustrator? Yeah, I wish I wish I had that talent. Um, Isabel Fragaboy is a French illustrator, and there's a little French uh, cafe five minutes from my house, and I just happened to see a postcard, and I had no idea where she lived, and I sent her an email and asked her if she'd be interested in working on this project with me, and it turns out that she lives in France and uh, is an amazing human being, apart from being a great illustrator, um, and we had a, a great collaboration, and we're good friends.
0: Wow, that's amazing and it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous artwork.
1: So yeah, well, take
0: us happy. through your process of writing this book. How did you get the idea? How long did it take? How did you find you know, how did you decide to add in illustrations and come up with the structure? What was your process?
1: Well, I started with the book seven years ago. And the interesting thing about the 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 biggest learning I've that I've had in writing the book is that I first want. I always knew I wanted to make it entertaining. The big aha moment came that I had to actually reveal a lot about myself, and and in order for me to connect with the book, I needed to be open about my experiences and be vulnerable. And so that was like the. I think that's probably why it took me seven years uh, to to write it, is to get to that place where I was okay with opening up about what the subject matter, what being single and what all of it meant to me. Um, So that was like the big, I think that's the thing that kept it going. And the reason I put it down for seven years is because I wasn't connecting to it. I wasn't really revealing much of myself and wasn't emotionally connected to it. Mm. So there's that part of it. I think that's so true. What's your...
0: How does your, does your book connect to work that you do, or is this just like a passion project? How, how does it fit into your life?
1: I am a professional copywriter and editor by day. Um been writing since I was 12, so it's always been a passion of mine, and can't imagine not writing. Um, but also, like, my background in marketing. I've been in marketing for 25 years, and knowing the way that people uh, – process information today, and that's a very short attention span. I wanted to make the book as interesting as possible, so I kept the content broken up, meaning it was easy to digest. Uh, the, the illustrations were really important to engage people. Um, I'm a believer that we should bring back those big illustrated books, not in the way that we have when we were children, but uh, visual stimulus so important and with every project I do from now on, I totally see having some kind of illustration or some visual aspect to the book. If I could put music into a book, I would. So I, uh-huh. I feel like it's important to engage people at every level possible and to get them thinking and to change things up. Um one the other layer that I added on was uh' the patron angel of Bacheloristas, and her name is Pippi, and Pippi is my spiritual sidekick. So after every okay. takeaway, after every not every takeaway, but every few takeaways, Pippi pipes in and she gives her little message, and most of those messages are a little deeper and a little bit more spiritual. So I also have that layer in there. Um, so again, I just try to make it as interesting as possible.
0: What what was your vision as you were writing this book over the seven years you were writing it? What was your vision for the role your book would play in your life? Why did you want to do this book? What did you hope what
1: what did success look like to you? Yeah, it's it's a great question. Well, I mean, as a writer I think that's always something we aspire to is to write a book. So there's that very fundamental aspect to it. Um Professionally, it also looks good on a resume as a writer to have something that you've done that's long form and that's out there on Amazon or whatever. So that's definitely helpful. But um, the other thing is that I've been single for a decade. And I also find that talking about what you know is, is one thing, but also does it connect? can you talk to a lot of people about it and do people – connect with it and, and resonate with it, and I found that it's just a really interesting topic, um, and that the stigma around being single is very interesting, because our culture is very oriented around being married, and I know we've heard that, we hear that a lot around Valentine's Day, but it's true every day of our lives, and more and more women are single, and they're single longer, so it's a, it's a fascinating topic, and one that I wanted to explore. So was success
0: for you just exploring that at the end of the day? if you finished your book, did it need to get published? Did anyone need to read it for it to be successful? Was there something you wanted to create with it?
1: I think that that's a that's a good question um, I wanted to obviously bring out bring out the topic because again it's something that's very interesting and it really touches on a lot of women's lives. so there's that side of it. Um, and the other thing is just empowering women. So I have the, those passions kind of already stemming from my own experiences in life. But as far as it going any place, yeah, I think your desire, just like anyone else, if you write a screenplay, whether it gets published or not, your desire is for for the connection, for people to connect with it. And in my case, I wanted it to empower women and going through the process that I went through to get to the place where I am, where I'm happy being single, and I find it empowering. Um, I want to help other women who have been there and maybe younger, because I I wish I had a book like this when I was in my 20s. It really gives this overall view of it, and then it breaks it down into every area of your life, and it empowers you every step of the way.
0: So... How has that come true for you? When
1: did your book come out? It came out in May. Yeah. It was okay. May. It was, so in it was the
0: up. you know roughly six months or so since it's been out, have mm-hmm. you been able to make those connections? Do you feel like you yeah, I, your your dream I, has come true in those ways?
1: Well, I think my expectations of it going like going crazy um, was. I feel like I was more realistic about it. Um, of course, you have the desire for people to read it and to love it and for it to, to be amazing out there, but um, it's just not it's not realistic um, unless you go through certain channels, and, you know, it's all part of a process. And first, you, you have to start with a passion, and if your passion is writing and mm. you're passionate about your subject matter and you care about the end result, which is empowering people, that's just one side of it. And then you have the business side of it on the other end, and... So what I've learned is that without a literary agent, I self-published, so without a literary agent going to battle for you to the publishing houses, your chances of going out on your own and doing it and making a living off of it specifically is a long shot. It's not impossible. People have done it. (laughs) But for the average person, whether you're a professional writer or not, you still, you know, have to go through a certain process and whether it happens for you or not, it really depends. And so on the non uh I mean on the, the yeah, the, the nonfiction side, without a platform and without a huge presence on social media, the publishers are no longer they're not interested in you. So that's the best advice I got from uh, a literary agent is get your numbers up on social media go out there and do speeches and and get out there more get people more engaged and then I think I can represent you. So I think the whole so that's thing is the, really the vision. So
0: this is really good um this is really good information for people. So instead of going directly to a traditional publisher, you actually right. see this book as as your first book as a way of building your platform.
1: Exactly. And Um, so you'll know if
0: you're, obviously, it's a topic you're passionate about and you want to help women and, you know, you have your mission there, but you'll know you're successful if you've been able to get a following and um, which is why people should go to your Facebook page and like it. I mean, it looks like hundreds of people, you know, you've got 500 people that are, you know, pretty actively engaged on your Facebook page. So it seems like the plan is, the plan is working. It's not just a book, but it's actually this right. platform where single single what do you call them? Rock stars? Single something.
1: Rock your uh,
0: Bacheloristas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bacheloristas. There we go. But then yeah, and publishers together. are look, Right. Publishers are looking for thousands. Uh, Mandy Hale is probably like the, the the epitome in this the genre. She has you know hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter and and I don't know how many on Facebook, but it's it's crazy amount. And that's why she's you know she's been publishing with the major publisher. So my 500 people on Facebook is just not that doesn't cut it with a publisher. So I need to do my work. But that's you know, your I, start.
0: That's where you're. That's, that's my, where you're
1: starting, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. And um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I believe in it. I, I think that for the, the people who have read it, even married people who have read it, really, really liked it, and they liked the message, and they found it entertaining, and that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear that mm-hmm. it's entertaining and that it's helpful information, and that people feel, especially women. You know, I'm, I want to empower them to feel better about themselves. And this is just, you know, my way of of doing that in a way that is meaningful to me. And
0: are there other um are there other ways you're reaching people so I see the Facebook page? I know you we can mm-hmm. go to bachelorista dot com, so you have a website. Right. Are there other right. channels, social media or events or Twitter? things like that that
1: you're involved with? Yeah besides twitter that you know that that's probably the reason why <laughs> there is a the reason for everything. The reason why I haven't gotten enough of a, a following is because I need to to work on those things that you're talking about so you can find me on twitter you can find me on facebook um you could buy my book and leave a <laughs> leave um a review so all of those things are you know part of the bigger puzzle and and get a book noticed so I have work to do
0: and uh, is speaking something that you would want to pursue?
1: I would okay. absolutely. I have a full-time job. So, um managing that while I am pushing the the book, I would love to 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 speak. Um it's just a matter of fitting it into my schedule and also having the opportunities. Right. So that's a great point. So how
0: do you how do you balance um your work with Bachelorista and that brand that you're building? How do you balance right. that with your job as a writer and editor?
1: Yeah, well that's a, you know, that's 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 a, that's a big question. Um, if you're writing during the day, it's really hard to come home and and to continue writing. For me, I was really lucky in that I I, I had savings and I took a year off and i just i yeah you know, i hired um a life coach who uh, had an emphasis on entrepreneur um for women in particular helping them start their own businesses so i had i had some guidance along the way and it definitely helped me stay motivated um but you know i just started going back to work so i'm not sure how it's all going to work out i just know what i need to do is just to really Um, continue to engage people on social media and um, again, like what you just said, speaking and, and getting out there. And for me, it's hard because I'm on the shy side. So getting out in front of hundreds of people and talking is not something that comes naturally to me. However, I feel passionate about the topic and I feel passionate about what the Bachelorista brand is trying to do. So Standing behind that, I have more confidence than I would if I was talking about something I really didn't believe in. So this is a good point. I talked to a
0: lot of authors who are like, I'm really into writing. I love writing. And then mm-hmm. once the book comes out, I want to hire someone to do the marketing. I'm just going gonna, gonna to get a college intern, and I'm going to have them do the marketing right. piece of it because I don't really get into it. Right. So um, right. why don't you talk about that? Because that seems to be something people want to do, but why doesn't that work?
1: Yeah, I think it doesn't – and, you know, of course, if you're shy like I am, that, that's exactly what I wanted to do as well. Right. Actually, I actually did hire – I did hire an intern for a while just to, to make some connections. But what I found is that you you're, – you're the the brand, and without making yourself present and being there and putting your message out in a personal way, you're not connecting, People want to know who you are. They want to know that you uh, have a reason for saying what you're saying. So if I don't put myself out there, it would be like, okay, well, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. So the idea of someone else doing it, but also getting a great following, it just the, those two things just don't don't go together. Yeah, and it does seem to challenge. be a lot of the marketing
0: authors have to do themselves.
1: Yes. What are some
0: of the, as somebody who's you know more introverted, what are some of the things that have helped you most? Are there resources or websites <laughs> yeah. or coaches or you know what? How have you kind of gotten over that? Obviously, being passionate about your message is the first thing. Can't do it right.
1: without that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So being passionate is is that's the thing that gets you in the arena. And then having yeah, coaches are great, and they they give you so much confidence. Um, so that I found was really powerful. And the other thing is, you know, I was on Facebook. I don't know when it year for years, but I wasn't on Facebook for a business, and I I was I never was on Twitter before I, I wrote the book. And so I work with a, um, a social media expert, and she told me what I need to do. And so I've been slowly doing that. What she has instructed me to do which is just to get as many people on as possible and if somebody's not following you back and to reach out and tell them about yourself and tell them about your website and get them to like you and and start the conversation. So I, I listened to her, and I could do more, and I could do better at what I'm doing, but for me, it's a huge step in putting myself out there because it's an unknown, and if you don't have that, outgoing personality to begin with um it's a challenge but when you do put yourself out there people are really on twitter they're great and they're really nice and i have people i just got an email today from a woman who she's originally from sweden and she had just started her own company and um she just said hey i you know i read your blog and here's my blog and and then you know we reached out to each other on different social media outlets and connected and so those kinds of things are really cool, making those connections with people you never thought that you would. So that gives you confidence knowing that there's a lot of great people, if there's other authors out there trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do and helping each other is is part of the process. And and you talked about having a coach. How did you mm-hmm. how did you
0: find your coach and what would you give would you What advice would you give to somebody who thinks that they might want to
1: coach? Well, it's kind of funny. I left my job with the idea that I would write my book. And then I got – I moved back to a place that I uh, love, away from the city. I live in the country. And and then I just sort of got here. And I was in a a place where I was just sort of – coming from a corporate environment to to being in the country and having a very, like, a smaller world around me, it really, for some reason, there was just a lot going on and I um, sort of took myself onto this, like, crazy path of just, like, doing nothing, (laughs) just basically doing nothing, going to movies and just really, I I felt like I was out to sea and I was coming back and, and... exploring my world again and nothing was really happening. So I got an email from a friend who saw me sort of floundering and she was like, "You know what? There's this life coach that I know through a friend. Why don't you reach out and talk to her?" So that's how that whole thing came about and once I started working with her, things moved pretty quickly. I didn't need a lot of uh I didn't need a lot of um pushing from her. I just once I got into it and I had the confidence and I knew that my voice mattered and I think that's a big thing with women in particular. Mm. That they that, that they have something meaningful to, to, to give. And um so once you get over that aspect. So how did you um, yeah, how helped. did you
0: get over that for you? What made you think the the number one thing I hear from my one on one clients
1: mm-hmm. is
0: um who am I to write this book? There's so many exactly. books out there. How right. is what I'm saying different? Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. You so know how did you yeah. get? How did you answer that for yourself?
1: Well, I've always had confidence. Even though I'm a shy person, I've always had confidence. Um, sometimes I forget that I have confidence, and I forget <laughs> the things that I can do. And then, still somebody reminds me, I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I can do it. And then the other side of it is, uh, I'm a writer professionally, so I know that aspect of it is really, really important. Having knowing how to write, and knowing that your writing can engage people. Uh, So I knew that part of it was going to be okay. And
0: that's like, oh, okay, I can do that all day long. You have no hesitation about your ability to write. So that was kind of an advantage that you had. You were able to leverage that advantage.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I don't think that you need to have that experience, but I definitely think it's a huge benefit. Well, I think
0: the big thing is that everyone's got something that they can, leverage. like, that was a place where you felt confident. For somebody else, maybe it would be a degree that they have or a certification they have or, like, there's, but there's something, there's some aspect of what you're doing that you have the most confidence in. So it sounds like you sort of got your hands around the stuff that was most, most positive and focused on the things that you, in the areas you were most confident in. You're still there, right? Monica? I think we lost Monica. Maybe she hit mute. That was Monica Bossinger. I'm going to hope that Monica calls back in. Um not exactly sure what happened to her, but hopefully she will dial back in. Monica Bossinger, it's B O S S I N G E R. She is the author of The Life and Luck of a Bachelorista. Um, Monica, as she mentioned, self-published her book, and she used a technique that I recommend a lot to people, which is illustration throughout her book. And she talked about her background as a uh, as an editor and author. Uh, in her career, and a marketer in her career. And so one of the things that she did with her book was just kind of keeping the content short and punchy and using illustrations to keep people engaged. And those are definitely the sorts of things that are going to help your readers. Um, Oh, and it looks like Monica is back on. Hello there. You're
1: back. I'm so sorry. I have no idea what happened. That's okay. We're happy to have you back. So um, in our, you know, in our last few minutes here, why don't we talk
0: a little bit about um, because you do have this kind of experience as a professional writer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: can you talk about maybe some tips you have for somebody who wants to write a book for how to get it done in terms of organization and time management? Like, how did you actually get it done?
1: That's a really good question. Um I don't I can't say that I had a process that I started with. I think it evolved over time. And one of the things that I think is really cool about the creative process is that if you're open, it takes you on a journey that you didn't expect to go on and, and so that also comes into play when you're actually going through the process of writing. So um I had all these ideas about chapters. But they, they wound up getting moved around because it just naturally went in these different buckets. And and then the editing process, I would put it, you know, I had the chapters down. Um, sometimes I'd add a chapter. Like, for example, I have a chapter about do at work. And I didn't have that originally. And I, I thought going through it, that I really needed to make it more expansive and talk about her whole life. So I would say to someone who's just starting out to feel your way through it as much as possible and and put your agenda aside and let the process kind of take you and then come back and do the editing part. And I did a lot of moving things from one chapter to another. Um, You know, and it might work very differently for someone else. You may have an outline and have the, the chapters sort of, you know, very um, pulled together. For me, it, was, it wasn't it was like that. It was coming together more towards the end. Um, and I, I just believe did that you in start writing.
0: With a, did you start with an outline?
1: No. No, I don't you really. You just started writing. Well, I, so seven years ago, I knew that I wanted to have these little, I didn't want it to be, a book without little... I want it to be more interesting than just a book. So I broke it out. Every chapter begins with a letter to the Bachelorista. Now, that actually, that letter was there probably a couple years ago, but it wasn't there in the beginning. So all of these little things that I wound up adding to the book, like quotes and the exercises, came in later. So that's something like sort of be open to just getting whatever you feel, putting it on paper and worry about how it's going to evolve a little bit later in the process. I mean, that's what worked for me, and I'm not saying that's going to work for everyone. Um, so I, to that... Did you
0: put pressure on yourself about the timing? like, uh, Or were you like, however long it takes is how long it takes?
1: Well, no, I had a I had a budget, right? So I knew I had to get back to work at a certain point. So uh-huh. I was working against my budget and but once I really got invested in it, and that point was when I emotionally invested in the book and once that happened, it just kind of poured out of me, and it took me three and a half months to to complete it, and most of it wasn't the original content, so I did have stuff years wow. ago, but I revamped it, and um, a lot of that was around trying to be more authentic and and being more real and less trying to entertain people. Um, the entertaining thing will come naturally uh, if that's your focus, which it is my focus as well. But more importantly, when I was writing it, it was just to be authentic. So yeah, process, I think that's great yeah, would to be say that that would, hear about. Yeah, yeah. So, I, And I think you need to be true to yourself and know what your strengths are. And if outlining is the way that you are comfortable and that works for you, then I think you should do that. So I wouldn't recommend everybody do it the way that I do it, but I would say that allowing the process to take you onto certain places that you didn't expect, I would say explore those things because that's when things get interesting uh, when you allow things to sort of be. Um, you don't try to put your stamp on it. Um, in a way that you're hindering the process because some great things will come up and that you never plan that just really make it more interesting. And so being open to those things, yeah, is important. Yeah, we
0: call this show Book Journeys Radio, and part of that is because every book has its own unique journey, and they seem these journeys to have a mind of their own. You think it's going to go one right. way, and it really exactly. it really takes you on, on a ride exactly. when you commit right. to being an author. That's so true. So... Um, so Monica Bossinger, you can find her website at www.bachelorista.com. Um, she is the author of The Life and Luck of a Bachelorista, which you can find on Amazon. Monica, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Angela. It's been wonderful talking to you. Terrific. And we'll be back next week on Book Journey's Radio where we're changing the world one book at a time. Today is